Saturday afternoon was one of those quintessential picture postcard days in D.C. with brilliant blue skies, the color of the ocean, and fluffy white clouds. Gorgeous cherry trees and full-blush pink bloom provided the perfect backdrop for an April wedding. The ceremony was being held in the lush grounds of a historic, federal-style mansion in Georgetown. I'd been looking forward to attending my first same-sex nuptials. It felt like a particularly significant event to me because I'm gay. The grooms were well-connected, successful businessmen in the city, so no doubt there would be some interesting people watching at this posh affair. Everything looked amazing, and the atmosphere was practically buzzing with celebratory energy. I would have been too if I hadn't listened to that fucking voice message on my cell before I'd arrived. I was generally known for being upbeat and cheerful, life of the party might be pushing it, but I wasn't someone who was prone to bouts of negativity. Today, however, I could feel the tension radiating through my body, effectively marring my usually positive attitude. My family had a knack for spoiling even the merriest of occasions. I felt a crushing wave of guilt I couldn't seem to shake. It didn't matter that they were 3,000 miles away on the other side of the country. I was rocked by familiar feelings of anxiety and inadequacy. I shook my head, hoping it would help shake my dark mood as I took in my surroundings. Beautiful and important people were greeting one another or looking for their seats before the ceremony began. Many of the attendees were wearing designer dresses and tuxes, which was entirely appropriate for a late afternoon wedding. I had opted for a dark gray Armani suit worn with a floral print bow tie for a little extra pizzazz. I considered myself one of those guys who could easily blend in with the proverbial wallpaper if I didn't put myself out there either by being sociable or wearing something, well, eye-catching. Most of the time, I went for friendly because paying too much attention to my wardrobe on a consistent basis wasn't my thing. Perhaps I was more casually attired than some, but I certainly didn't look out of place. I looked like what I was. Your average, everyday gay man spruced up for a wedding. Tall, lean, brown hair with the faintest hint of auburn and brown eyes. My friend Matt's boyfriend recently likened me to a young Bradley Cooper. And although I graciously accepted the compliment, I had no illusions I was movie star handsome. This bright, beautiful day belonged to Jay and Peter, easily two of the best-looking men on the planet. That may sound like an exaggeration, but damn, in this case, it was the honest truth. I had come to know Jay and Peter over the past couple of years through my friends Matt and Aaron. Matt was my former roommate and one of my best friends from law school, and Aaron was his sexy boyfriend. Aaron was also Jay's best friend, and today, his best man. Aaron would stand beside Jay while he recited his vows to the seriously hot Peter. Matt had been asked to play guitar for the festivities, and I knew he'd practiced like a madman. I had no doubt, however, he'd pull it off beautifully. I spied an empty chair at the end of the back row and made a beeline for it. I smiled politely to the older woman in the chair beside mine, who took my overture as a sign that I wanted to make a new best friend. What was it about me that made perfect strangers think they knew me? I must look like everyone's cousin, nephew, or grandson, I mused. I scanned the crowd surreptitiously while my new friend, Aunt Betty, chewed my ear off about her sweet great-nephew, Jay. 
before she moved on to the lovely weather and the gorgeous gardens. I nodded in all the right places as I noted that I knew or had met less than ten people out of the two hundred plus in attendance. Oh well, I knew the champagne would be flowing freely soon enough. I spotted Peter waiting under the ivy and cherry blossom arch for his groom just before the ceremony was set to begin. I was hard-pressed not to stare at him. He wore his black tuxedo like a second skin, giving the simple design an elegant, impressive quality not every man could pull off. He was chatting quietly with a beautiful, tiny woman I knew was his best friend, Kelly. I had heard from Aaron that she was his best man, or woman, I supposed.